0: ...the 400 in cash, my driver's license, and my credit cards. All of that stuff can be replaced. She flicked a tearful glance in the rearview mirror. Her heart kicked hard against her breastbone when she met the trusting gaze of her passenger. But you, on the other hand, cannot be replaced. You are very special, which is why I was trying to get you home early. They sounded so depressed and lost without you over the phone, and I know you've missed them. Her passenger offered her an innocent, sleepy smile. Leandra swallowed a sob. Disgusted with herself, she tightened her grip on the wheel as the P.T. Cruiser began to climb a steep hill, the tires scrambling for traction. She was afraid to slow down, afraid the wheels might become bogged. Already they hummed eerily with the effort of plowing through the snow. The animal appeared out of nowhere. Leandra's eyes widened. She hunched over the wheel trying to identify the animal through the thick, swirling snow. A deer? A dog? As the P.T. cruiser drew closer, she realized it was a dog. A big red dog the size of a deer. A dog right in the middle of the road? and it wasn't moving out of her way. Inhaling sharply, Leandra tapped on the brakes as hard as she dared, silently urging the dog to come to his senses and move. The back wheels began a slow slide to the right, giving her heart a painful jolt. Finally, the wheels caught traction and the PT Cruiser jerked straight again. The dog remained standing in her path, staring into the headlights as if mesmerized. Leandra had read about wild animals freezing at headlights, but a dog? She honked her horn frantically, but the animal didn't budge. She was going to hit him, she realized in horror. Trembling, Leandra edged the wheel to the left, praying she could ease the P.T. Cruiser to the side of the road, praying there wasn't a ditch hidden by the snow. There was no ditch, but she saw too late that there was a tree its thick trunk nearly hidden by a snowdrift. Helplessly, she braced herself, her mind screaming in terror as the P.T. cruisers' headlights illuminated the new obstacle in their path. A cry surfaced, bubbled in her throat. She gave no thought to her own safety. Oh, dear God, Molly! Shane Knox awoke with a start, sweat glazing his fading summer tan. His entire body trembled and his chest heaved as if he'd been running for miles without pause. Whatever had awakened him, he was grateful. He'd been dreaming about Sandra Dillon again, images so vivid it was hard to dispel them even now. It had been over a year since her death, but the nightmares continued to torment him with regularity. Nothing less than he deserved after failing to protect her, he mused with a bitter grimace. Sitting as still in the worn, comfortable recliner as his trembling body would allow, he listened to the whistling wind, the crackling fire, the faint hum of the generator out back. He discarded each sound knowing instinctively that none of them had disturbed his sleep. And then it came again. The deep, urgent barking of a dog. Buck had found something. Shane pushed himself from the chair and quickly fastened the top button of his jeans. He shrugged into a flannel shirt and grabbed his deerskin coat from the rack by the door, his hand hovering near the leather shoulder strap housing his gun. Ten years as a police officer made it hard for him to go anywhere without it, but finally he dropped his hand away and headed out into the dark night and the cold, furious snow. Hopefully Buck had caught a rabbit. It would make a welcome change from his never-ending supply of chicken noodle soup. The three-room rustic log cabin stood alone at the top of a hill, sheltered by a thick forest of blue firs. Shane's boots sank into the deep snow as he came to the edge of the yard and looked down. Here the road dropped away sharply, making it difficult for vehicles to maneuver in bad weather. This frustrated most but suited Shane. He liked his solitude. The captain had thought to punish him by ordering a temporary suspension, when in fact, Shane agreed he needed this time alone. Things had gone.